guys welcome to episode 5 of the praise playstation podcast today is friday october 6 2017 so what's everyone been playing lately i've dabbled a bit more into destiny 2 a bit i mean we've talked about that a lot everyone's talked about that a lot so i won't go too deep here um still not quite high enough power level to do the raid yet but i just kind of wanted to say i've been impressed with the uh the amount of ways that you can you can continue to level up in the in-game stuff. There's challenges, there's milestones, there's a crucible, there's uh, public events. Lots of different options. I mean, it's still a bit of a grind, but that that part is particularly improved over the first game. I've also dabbled a little bit in the re-release of Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen. Uh, well, we'll talk about that one a little later in the show. Now, as for news over the last week, uh, Bloomberg reports... That uh, Blue Hole Inc., the publisher of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, is in talks with Sony to bring it to the PlayStation 4 following the Xbox One and PC game releases. Um, so, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, or PUBG as it's kind of known on the internet, is a battle royale style game. So, what that means is you have 100 players that drop into um, the same map and kind of duke it out to be the last man standing. Uh, the map over time gets smaller and smaller to kind of force everyone to engage with each other. It's it's a genre that's kind of been played around a bit over the last couple of years. Um, there is H1Z1, which was uh, supposed to come to PS4 as well, but never did. Still kind of stuck in early access, like all of these games seem to be. Uh, but PUBG seems to kind of be one of the most successful. It actually has set a new record for the most concurrent players at a single time on Steam ever, actually. That being said, the game's not finished yet. It's still in early access, of course. It almost seems like uh, Blue Hole Inc., the publisher there, they've decided to bring it over to the PlayStation bef- to the PlayStation 4 because Epic Games recently released um, Fortnite Battle Royale mode, which kind of takes the same concept and builds it on the Fortnite engine, another game that is in early access. So Fortnite, being the only kind of Battle Royale-style game on the PS4, has kind of blown up now. So I think uh, Blue Hole Inc. and uh, the PUBG team kind of miss their window a bit and want to get it out there as quick as they can to get some of those numbers back. Kind of blows my mind a little bit actually that none of the AAA publishers have tried to jump on this Battle Royale hype train here. I guess Ubisoft kind of had something similar in the division as a expansion pack DLC there but uh wasn't quite the same thing. You'd expect like Activision or EA or one of those guys to jump on this and use one of their existing engines like the Call of Duty engine or the Battlefield engine would be perfect for something like this and try and capitalize on this this market of, that all the indies are eating up. Maybe we could finally get one that leaves early access for once. So moving on, Jamatsu reports, Sony Interactive Entertainment's Andrew House has stepped down as president and CEO to be succeeded by John Kadera. Hopefully I got those names right. Uh, who is now the currently de- deputy president. So Andrew House will remain as chairman throughout the year to ensure a smooth transition. House took over as president in 2011 and saw massive success with the, the PS4 launch and growth from 23 to, to now. 
obviously the PS4 is doing very well and the whole PlayStation brand is. So we kind of have him to thank for that. Uh, a quote from House here, quote, I'm tremendously proud of what we've built with PlayStation Sony Interactive Entertainment, entertaining millions globally with the best in games and creating a fully fledged digital digital entertainment company. PlayStation has been a huge part of my life for more than 20 years, but with the business having achieved record-breaking success, now seemed to be the right time for me to pursue new challenges. I shall always treasure the friendships and people that made SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment, such a wonderful place to work. I'm also grateful to PlayStation fans and gamers around the world for their loyalty and support. John and the team at SIE are world-class, and I know the future of PlayStation is very bright." End quote. Obviously, we wish uh, Andrew House all the best. He's done very well over the last few years to get us get us where we are. So congratulations to him, and we wish him the best in his future endeavors. PlayStation has some big plans and announcements coming up for Paris Games Week, according to a PlayStation Europe tweet. Quote, PlayStation Live from Paris Games Week is coming. Tune in for big game announcements and updates on October 30th. End quote. Now, we don't really have much information as to what these uh, big announcements could be. I'd love to see uh, what Sucker Punch is working on, and we haven't heard anything from them since uh, they did Infamous Second Son and its uh, standalone DLC there, so I'd love to hear what they're working on. Although, though, that kind of seems something more suited to uh, the PlayStation experience coming in, and I think that's in December. So whatever it is, we have some big announcements and updates coming. I'm curious to see what we're going to get. Hopefully these ones are better than our last uh, big announcement we got, which just turned out to be new PS4 bundles, because that uh, that was pretty disappointing. Who knows what we're going to get? Anyone interested in getting their hands on Grand Treasure Sports early? The PlayStation blog uh, reports that Gran Turismo Sport will be having a free limited time demo from October 9th to the 12th. Uh, Any sort of progress you make in credits and cars will carry over into the main game. It'll feature a campaign training mode, a sport mode, which is the online mode, and arcade single race mode. So PlayStation Plus players can preload the demo beforehand. So I, I'm excited to give this a try for sure. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport launches on October 17th, so it's a good little way for them to do a little server stress test and uh, build up some hype for the game. I'll definitely be giving it a try. So that's it for news this week, guys. Uh, for my pick of the week, just going to start off with this. If you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you can get Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain for free this month. Go get it now. If you haven't played it, it's one of the best games of this generation. Uh, the Metal Gear Solid franchise is probably my favorite franchise of all time. And despite the rocky development they had with uh, their director Hideo Kojima leaving, it's still a fantastic game. The story just wasn't quite finished and didn't live up to Metal Gear standards. That being said, the gameplay is absolutely top-notch. 60 frames per second, it's beautiful. Gives you tons of options. Please, guys, give this a try if you haven't tried it yet. I mean, why not? It's free, right? 
Also free this month for uh, PS Plus subscribers is the Amnesia Collection. So these are our horror games that came out on uh, on PC a while back and have been ported over to the PS4. If you're into the whole run and hide thing, definitely give those a, a try as well. So as for my pick of the week that you actually have to pay for, I'm going to go with Dragon's Dogma Darker Resin. Yes, this is a remaster. Yes, I did release a show a few weeks ago basically calling out remakes and remasters, so I'm kind of full of shit. That being said, this is a great action RPG. If you like your Skyrims, your Dark Souls, um, The Witcher. This is a game that still holds up really well now. It's a difficult action RPG. It actually has good combat. So um, with the exception of Dark Souls, there isn't really anything else in this genre that can kind of touch this game for combat. Uh, 10 to 15 minutes in, you have a boss fight that's leagues better than anything you're going to get in uh either Skyrim or The Witcher. Um, so Capcom uh, made this one. So if you like your action RPGs, but actually want them to have some meaningful combat behind it too, and uh, a nice in-depth character creator and classes, this is, a, this is a great one to get. The graphics don't hold up necessarily that well, but at least in this incarnation, it runs quite smooth. It's a locked in 30 frames per second. It's a shame we couldn't get 60. The PC version's at 60 and this is an older game, but it's much better than the like 15 to 20 frames per second you'd get on on the PS3 version. And it includes all the darker risen expansion stuff as well. So if you're at all into action RPGs, I highly recommend this one as long as you're not a, a bit of a graphics whore. Not that it looks bad or anything. It just doesn't look... Uh, as if it came out this year, that's all. That's kind of is the case with most remasters. Alright guys, so for the topic of the show this week, I wanted to talk about all the early access games we seem to be getting. Um, now this is much more prevalent on uh, PC and Steam than the PS4. Sony seems to be a little bit more strict, but kind of seems to be falling by the wayside a bit. Um, we were talking about uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds earlier, which isn't on the PS4 yet, but is apparently coming to the PS4, as well as Fortnite. And, uh, another good example of it is Ark Survival. Uh, what is it? Ark Survival Evolved, I believe. So all of those games um, have released in what's called an early access state. So essentially it's something of like a, an alpha or maybe a beta state. Where the games aren't quite done yet, they have lots of bugs, they crash, features are constantly being added. But uh, in all of these cases, they're actually charging money for that. So I can kind of see it in a way, um, maybe some indie developers don't quite have the money. This is a way they can get a product out there and then get some funding back to kind of keep the development going. Um, in that sense, I can kind of... I. I get the practicality of it. There's just something about putting money towards an unfinished game that doesn't sit well with me. That being said, there's a lot of games that come out. Um, the original Destiny or uh, Star Wars Battlefront where the games were pretty unfinished in their own right. They just weren't called early access. And uh, a lot of features were added after the fact anyways. Um, although you don't really seem to get 
the bugginess issues that you do with the early access games. But I mean, if uh, we're in this day and age where every console is essentially hooked to the internet and updates are so easy, well, so much easier to do than they used to be, it's almost kind of like all games are in some form of early access. But these ones seem to take it to uh, to even more of an extreme. Um, the biggest problem I had with, uh, with ARK's model of doing it is the game came out in early access, um, had terrible, terrible performance, wasn't very well optimized on the PS4 or PC or whatever. And uh, they were actually releasing paid um, like DLC expansion content for it, even though the original game was still in early access. That definitely doesn't sit right with me. Um, if you want to release something as early access as something of a alpha beta trial period to get... Um, get some ideas on the game and you release it at a reduced price for people. Then when the game comes out, they get the full version of the game. I think that's, I'm not okay with it, but I'm more okay with it than getting a half release game come out and then getting an expansion to the half release game that you also have to pay like full price for. That's not okay. We should not be supporting that. I mean, essentially it comes down to vote with your wallets, right? If you don't agree with something a publisher or developer, whoever is doing, then uh, don't buy it. That's kind of the only way we can get this kind of stuff to stop. But hey, who am I to tell you what to do with your money, right? Epic Games kind of has a bit of a different approach with how they're doing it. Um, with uh, the original Fortnite, not the Battle Royale variant, but the original Fortnite and uh, Paragon as well. Where they have these uh, founder packs. And you pay uh, whatever, 40 60 80 $100 towards the game. And then you get different weapon skins, loot, whatever back. The more money you pay, the more kind of stuff you get to help your character out. Which seems uh, all fine and dandy, except the games are going to be free to play down the road. So you're paying 40 bucks to get in early. I mean, I guess if you really want to play it now, that's a way you can do it. Again, uh vote with your wallet if that's how you want to spend your money then who am I to tell you how to how to spend your money I feel like I'm kind of rambling a bit here it's just it's a interesting topic to talk about here be very curious to see what you guys and everyone else thinks of this uh, please send some stuff in uh, praiseplaystation at gmail.com I'd love to hear what you guys think about this feel like I hold I hold pretty true on this. I, uh, I don't think I've ever bought an early access game, actually. Um, I, I have played Fortnite Battle Royale a bit. That being said, it's uh, that version is free to play. They're not charging anything for it, so I feel like that's a little different. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just full of shit. So yeah, please, guys, if you have anything to add, please send it in. Well, uh, we'll end the show there. Thanks to everyone for watching, and uh, we're halfway to episode 10. Let's keep it up, guys. Thank you for the support. We'll talk to all you guys later. Have a great week.
Both the podcast intro and outro are from the song Hole by Chime and Adam Tell. Music is provided by No Copyright Sounds.